Great news. Side Retired is now partnered with SeatGeek. For all ticketing needs, go to SeatGeek.com and use promo code SIDERETIREDPOD for $20 off your first order. We've got you covered from all things ranging from sporting events to concerts, including the New York Mets, Los Angeles Dodgers, and Big Time Rush. Yes, this means we're officially taking you out to the ballgame. And now for today's episode of Side Retired Podcast. All righty. Well, we are back with another edition of Side Retired, the MLB podcast. And as you can sort of tell from the title, it's going to be another one of these top five prospects from a particular team. If you go back and check last week, Harry Kilman did it for the Cincinnati Reds top five prospects. So today we're going to have our Dodgers expert, Kern Shestag, take over the show, and he's going to give you the top five Dodgers prospects in their organization, as well as he's going to sort of break down why they didn't package all of these guys together and make a massive trade such as for Juan Soto. So it's going to be a great perspective. I will be taking a backseat just like if you haven't listened to the Potter episode where he talked about food or the Harry episode where he talked about the Reds prospects where we're going to let our experts sort of give his perspective and we'll roll with it that sort of thing. As always if you haven't seen yet we are going to have an amazing interview coming out on Friday pertaining to the Derek Jeter documentary. So if you haven't checked that out yet make sure to subscribe at Side Retired Pod on Twitter, on Instagram, as well as the Apple Podcast app, as well as a great interview earlier this week with Ben Porter talking all things college baseball. So if that's your forte, definitely listen to that. But Kern, how are you doing today before I fully pass it over to you? I'm doing well. Looking forward to talking about Dodgers prospects. Sounds good. So obviously I will be back at the end of this episode potentially, but Kern, the reins are all yours to tell us about your strength. All right. Well, um, yeah, so following in uh, fellow side retired colleague Harry Tillman's uh, breakdown of his top five Reds prospects, I figure I'd follow in his footsteps and take a look at um, the Dodgers system, especially given that uh, this system has been the talk of uh, much of baseball, given that the Dodgers were one of two or three finalists for generational talent Juan Soto. And instead of packaging um, most of, if not all of the five guys I'm about to talk about, uh, the Dodgers kept hold of them, which says a lot about Andrew Friedman's um, confidence in these prospects. But leading off my top prospect, um, who is I may be a little bit higher on than than the general consensus, but only a little bit is Bobby Miller. Um, big right handed uh, pitcher, hoping that the Dodgers can develop into a frontline starter. Um, that's what he's done his entirety of uh, professional baseball. Um, his the big thing that jumps out to you about Bobby Miller is his fastball. Um, he sits at 97, 98, can touch triple digits. Um, and when he's right, he's pounding the strike stone. He also features a two-seamer as well that has great um, glove side run. Um, his secondary pitches, uh, he features a curveball, a slider, and a changeup. Um, they're good. When he's at his best, they, they uh, profile as plus pitches, um, especially the changeup. Uh, he started actually the um, minor league future stars game for the National League, and he his changeup was working then. He struck out top Yankees prospects like Jason Dominguez. Um, and so when he's at his right, he's really, really good. Now, the issue with Bobby Miller is that his uh, control issues have plagued him for a long, long time. Um, he's 
been in triple a for all of 2022 he's posted a six and six record with a 4.45 era in 20 games of which 19 were starts um in 91 innings he's got uh 117 strikeouts so the stuff is still there but he's also walked 31 guys um his delivery it's definitely been toned down and tinkered with uh, since he's arrived in the Dodgers system. And there's probably no one better at developing pitchers than the Dodgers. But if he really wants to stick as a major leaguer and more importantly, as a major league ace, uh, the control is going to be the major thing that, uh, that, that he's got to work on. Um, the reason I haven't ranked one and not number two um, or three, even uh, ahead of guys like Diego Carteo, who's generally viewed as a better prospect. Um, it's just because I trust the Dodgers with their pitching. Um, we've seen what they've done with the likes of Walker Bueller, with the likes of breakout guys like Tyler Anderson or uh, uh, um, or uh, Tony Gonsolin. Um, they know what they're doing with pitchers. And for that reason, I give Bobby Miller the slight edge just because I trust the Dodgers to figure out what's going to make him click and, and Pamela's strikes him because he has that untouchable stuff um, that when he's right, he it really could feature at the top of a, of a major league, um, major league rotation. Um, number two, another bit of a surprise. Um, Diego Jote is going to continue to slide with Ryan Pepio coming in for me. Um, and this is definitely a little bit of recency bias just because Ryan Pepio is um, already making some appearances in the major leagues. He's made a few, I think, seven or eight spot starts now for the Dodgers. Um, the results haven't been outstanding. Um, he's posted a four, two, six ERA in 25, a little over 25 innings pitched. Um, but 29 strikeouts is promising again, just like Bobby Miller. The thing to watch with Ryan Pepio is his control, especially with the fastball. He sometimes he just cannot locate it and he ends up walking a lot of batters, which limits his effectiveness to go late into games. Um, and the majors, he, I don't think he's supposed to start longer than five or six innings. Um, but, Originally, I was going to have him three as I was preparing for this last night. But as I was sitting down to watch um, the Dodgers last night play the take on the Milwaukee Brewers, I started to notice a lot of similarities between guys like Ryan Pepio and another uh, former Dodgers prospect in Tony Gonsolin, who I just mentioned a little while ago. Um, even down to the looks, right? They both have that flowing long hair. But more importantly, their stuff is very similar too. Um, Pepio features a mid-90 fastball. He's got a curve in there. Um, and an occasional slider, but his big, big pitch is the changeup. I mean, I think um, some scouts give it the best changeup grade in the entirety of the minor leagues. Um, it's lethal. And it's worth noting he can locate that pitch for strikes. So um, when his fastball is out of whack, he does have this to fall back on. Um, but really, when the fastball is playing off of the changeup, that's when he's at his best. But I look at a guy like Ryan Pepio, and I see a lot of similarities to Tony Gonsolin, who really, before this year, was nowhere near A status. He was kind of that middle of the rotation, at back end of the rotation, spot starter, can eat innings, but he's not like he's not the face of a franchise or anything, or he's not going to be relied upon to to do a lot come the postseason. Uh, but Ryan Pepio, not only has he um, shown he can handle the big leagues, even if he's not posting ace numbers right now, a four two six ERA for his first. Uh, several games in the first first spot starts in the majors is nothing bad. Um, I like him a lot. And I think that, again, I give him the benefit of the doubt because he's a pitcher and because the Dodgers know what they're doing with pitchers. He's only 24, so there's time for him to grow. Um, and I like him a lot. Now, number three, following the slide, right? Because most guys will have this guy topping the Dodgers rankings is Diego Cartea. He is a catcher. 
out of the, I think, I want to say it's Venezuela. Yeah, for almost two and a half million that I just signed him for. Um, he's been drawing comparisons recently to Salvador Perez because of his power behind the plate. Um, and he's developing very, very well. Now, the thing with him is that he's only in high A right now, which I did ding him a little bit for that um, because I just feel like it's it's harder to 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 uh, rank prospects and and uh, predict future production from prospects when they're so far away from the majors. Um, nevertheless, his stuff is electric. He's got um, a 55 hit power or 55 hit tool, sorry, and a 60 tool power. Um, now he does feature a little bit, not even a little bit. He he's not the fastest guy on the base paths, but he is a catcher, so that's not entirely necessary. Um, but his size is what stands out. He's six foot three, two hundred nineteen pounds, and uh, he projects as um, a very, very promising major league catcher. And it's also worth noting that he's not—he's projected to arrive in the majors in around tw- late twenty twenty three, maybe twenty twenty four, even. Um, and uh, Will Smith, the current Dodgers catcher, is not projected to be a free agent until twenty twenty six. Well, not project- he's not going to be a free agent until twenty twenty six. That one two catcher combination for a few years there, if Cartea is as advertised, could be lethal. Um, and moving on, another guy who's made some recent noise for the Dodgers, um, Miguel Vargas, who has torn up AAA um, this year uh, to the tune of a 288, 381, 484 slash line with an 865 OPS. Um, very, very promising numbers. Um, done a lot of damage and again this is in 400 at bat so it's not a fluke um he it looks like he's ready to move on to the next level um and he got a few at bats getting called up to the dodgers maybe a little spark um for a team that has seen a lot of injuries recently but i'm very very excited about what he can bring to the club um and especially the biggest thing with him is that he's he projects as a third baseman at the big league level and justin turner's 37 I believe he's a free agent either at this year's at the end of this season, or there might be a player option or, or a team option. I believe it's a club club option actually. Um, and so with a guy like this coming up, he's only 22 years old. He's shown he can handle AAA. Now it is, it is a big, big jump from AAA to, to, to the big leagues. But um, I think that when Andrew Friedman looks at Miguel Vargas, I think he thinks he's found at least a good, very, very solid shot at the next, uh, future third baseman for the Dodgers and wrapping up my top five is Michael Bush. This guy can hit. Um, he projects defensively as a first baseman, which a little bit limits his, his, um, his value given that it's uh, not too hard to find pure hitters, but this guy flat out hits. Um, he actually profiles very similar to Max Muncie. He controls the strike zone. Well, he flashes a lot of power Um in AAA this year, he's slashed 273, 332, and 490 with an 822 OPS. Um, definitely a little bit of work needed, but he's 24. Um, so he, he he's posting similar, somewhat similar stat lines to Miguel Vargas at a somewhat less valuable position, but um, he definitely can, can uh, be an impact for the Dodgers in the near future. Um, and again, with guys like Matt, Max Muncy has been struggling a lot this year and he's getting up there in age. Um, this Dodgers team is definitely aging. Chris Taylor's the wrong side of 30 now. Um, guys, this will be very, very important to the future, uh, of, of the team, given that the current core is, is definitely aging. And that brings me to the Juan Soto trade, right? We saw, 
the blockbuster of all blockbusters. Juan Soto and Josh Bell got shipped to the Nationals for Luke Voigt, C.J. Abrams, Mackenzie Gore, Robert Hassel III, James Wood, and Harlan Susana. Um, basically, the Padres emptied the farm. And a lot of people looked to Andrew Friedman and to the Dodgers organization and said, we have the guys to get it done. The five I just mentioned are pretty much all in the top uh, MLB's top 100. They are elite. Um, they will go toe to toe with any five uh, of any other of any other major league farm system. Um, so why didn't Freeman trade them? I think uh, if you look at past years, that that's that's the big big reason why, right? You look at the haul we gave up for um, Max Scherzer and Trey Turner. You look at the U Darvish deal. You look at Manny Machado. Um, over the years, we've dealt a lot a lot of talent. And it has helped us. I mean, we dealt for Mookie Betts, and he helped bring us a World Series championship. Um, the team last year with Scherzer and Turner on it was one of, on paper, one of the most dominant teams of all time. And it's just unfortunate we ran into a red-hot Atlanta team. Um, but there were reports coming out that Andrew Friedman was uncomfortable with the amount of talent that he's been dealing away in recent years. And I honestly trust him. I mean, I've learned to trust him. But I b- truly believe that if he's uncomfortable with the amount of talent that's leaving, then these guys are the real deal, right? Guys like Bobby Miller really can pan out. Guys like Brian Pepio will figure it out. Diego Cortea could be the next future all-star behind the plate. Um, and even though Juan Soto is a generational talent, I mean, if you look at our outfield, like it's you always find a spot for Juan Soto, right? But Guys like to the future, to excellence of the Dodgers, guys like Bobby Miller in the rotation, considering Walker Bueller's uh, season ending injuries and struggles this season. Um, Diego Hotea's future, um, given that Will Smith will be 30 by the time he's a free agent. Those guys will continue to help the Dodgers years and years and years down the line. Whereas Juan Soto, I mean, you trade for him, you get him for two and a half years, and then you have to hand him likely the biggest sports contract of all time. When we already have Trey Turner, likely, uh, well, I don't know if he'll resign or not, but if we do, we're going to have to throw a ton of money his way. Mookie Betts is already signed to a mega deal. Um, Freddie Freeman signed to a mega deal. Like the Dodgers have money, but at some point it's going to cost us, especially when spending all that money costs you draft picks to get guys like Bobby Miller or Diego Cartea. So I trust, again, I trust Andrew Friedman. If the Padres go on to beat us in the national, in the, in, NLDS or NLCS or something like that, I will be furious. But Andrew Friedman's not just looking at the one year here. He's looking about the sustained future of the Dodgers. And for that reason, um, I can't even believe I'm saying it, but uh, I'm somewhat happy we didn't trade for Juan Soto. <laughs> um, and with that, the side is retired. All righty. Thank you so much, Kern, for that. We definitely hope all of you guys enjoyed the Dodgers prospect breakdown. As we mentioned earlier, we did one with the Reds. We did one with the Dodgers. Matt Potter will probably do one with the Mets upcoming soon. But if you have an opinion on your favorite prospects for your top five from your favorite baseball team, let us know because we would love to have you on and give your opinion on your team because obviously Kern and Harry have already said they could potentially slide in to do a couple of other teams. But obviously they're not experts on those teams. So we'd love to have a diehard Braves fan give us the Braves top five or something like that. But definitely fun and Kern. Hope you enjoy this as much as I did. I know I had a blast listening to your expert analysis. Kern will be back every single week doing one of these mini episodes. I know he used to be writing articles for us, but instead we're going to transition them so that you can actually hear his voice and know who's actually behind the words that you used to be reading. So unless, unless there's anything else you have to throw in. I'm all good. 
All good. All right. So make sure to check out the Twitter, the Instagram, the new website, SideRetiredPod.com, as well as on Apple Podcast and YouTube. A great interview coming out tomorrow regarding the Derek Jeter documentary and a couple of great interviews came out in the past couple of weeks that you should definitely check out. But for Dylan, James and Jack, the side is retired.